Pick the Scab podcast with the premise of connecting men over 40 with the tools and community to thrive in their divorce recovery, either before, during, or after a divorce. Check it out. Welcome out there to Don't Pick the Scab podcast with uh, Kayshawn. And, there you go. <laughs> get it right. Uh, Kayshawn Cooper from Atlanta. He is an inspirational speaker, founder of Champion Nation, dedicated to transforming lives of men, women, and children. Is exceptional author, captivating speaker, known for his unique ability to ignite the best in everyone. His works such as What If I Am, Four Stages of the Life, uh, the Champion Father, What If I Am, The Four Stages in Life for Teens, and 30 Dots to Transform Your Life in 30 Days Journal. So um, how did you come to create Champion Nation and what exactly is it? That is a great question. Um, how did I come to create a champion, uh, create the Champion Nation? Now, all my life, I'm going to sound like the color purple. All my life I had to fight. There you go. <laughs> Now, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All it right. was just so befitting. Right. It was so befitting. <laughs> um, uh, but, but you know, all my life, um, and my dad, he doesn't mind me disclosing this. My dad got locked up, and it's so crazy. Once again, off offline, we were talking about trauma, and you think you're healed from certain situations until a trigger comes along. My father and I, we were talking a few days ago, um, just about you know, just going back and forth. And and somehow we ended up on the discussion of the time that he got locked up. And he said, how old were you, son? I said, I, I don't know. He said, were you 11? I said, nah, I wasn't 11. Um, then he, we started doing the math and everything. He said, oh, you were six. You were six when I, when I got locked up. I said, yeah, dad, I was six. And um, my dad was gone for a while. Um, and dealing with that. And, and one of the things that he told me when he had those, um, those, uh, uh, silver bracelets on, he, he had one mandate and one mandate only before the cops took him off, um, to the back of the courthouse. Um, uh, he said, um, you're the man in the house now. All right. Your job is to protect mommy, um, and protect your sister. That's it. You're the man in the house. That, that was his closing words. <laughs> That's the way, or his pardon words. That's the way it was. And going through all of that at six years old and matriculating through elementary school, which I absolutely hated. Um, uh, and then I got to middle school and started getting bullied and all that other stuff. Um, then go to high school. Then I thought I became a, um, a ladies man um, in high school. <laughs> man, that, that landed me in some some crap. But uh, <laughs> and, and just oh, and it's just been. <laughs> An uphill battle. And I came to the conclusion on paper, it was me and my cousin, Kenyon. Um, him and I, we were talking to a neighbor and he said, he said, I'm looking at you, Kayshawn. He said, on paper, um, it's not good for you. You know, it's not the projection that I'm looking at your dad and this and, you know, fatherless home. Um, it doesn't look good for you, but I like your grit. I like your ambition. I like the way you dream. I like the way you can see past the storm. I like, although you are physically in this predicament, but your mind is living in a dream. I like that stuff about you. And because you have that stuff going on, no matter what paper says, no matter what it says, um, you're going to overcome that if you continue to keep up what you're doing. And that was the birth of, uh, of champion nation, but also, uh, the champion father book that I created, because I honestly believe that each and and each and every one of us, there is a champion that resides. Number one, you just have to become aware. 
of it. And number two, you have to just um, embrace the champion that's in you, not by being a conformer to your past, but by confronting it. So um, the Champion Nation is a personal development uh, company where we uh, um, we host websites, virtual websites and personal websites, podcasts, just like what we're doing now, mm-hmm. um, several coaching things that we do, confidence coaching. So that's that's another thing. And I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. But when my dad was locked up, when a dad is removed, see, my dad didn't walk away. That's the thing. Uh, yeah. He was removed from a situation. When he was removed from the situation. What tends to happen to a young man's or young or young uh, lady's confidence, they tend to have none, right? Then, and not and this. This is by no shape or form to take away anything from the mother. But when the dad has been removed from the house by other circumstances, that child's confidence is in the toilet, and therefore he or she began to do and perform certain actions to lift their confidence. And those actions aren't necessarily the greatest actions in the world. And those actions can lead you down um, a series of poor choices. And, you know, following that trajectory, you end up dead or in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, and based on, based on those different things that I had to overcome, I said, you know what, damn it, I'm a champion. I'm a champion. I, I don't care what's going on. I want the best for myself, but not just for myself, David. I want the best for other people. Like I can literally see the best in other people, even at their worst. Now, it doesn't mean I may like them, <laughs> but I can still see the best because we all have some godlike potential to be more, do more, have more and live more. Gotcha. What are the five C's to building confidence and esteem? That's a great question. Um, you have courage. Um, you have, and I'm going I'm, I'm going to, I know you asked about five, but I'm going to touch on the, the main ones. If I, if I don't mind, um, I mean, if you don't mind, excuse me. Um, <clears throat> it is confidence, right? Uh, confidence. Like, oh, that's obvious. The five C's of confidence. Yes. It's confidence and it's courage. It's communication, commitment, and it's, it's competence at the same time, right? So let's just talk about courage before we talk about anything else. Um, it takes courage to be confident. It takes courage as a man who who's going through divorce or who um, uh, who has been divorced. It takes courage to number one admit to yourself that you know what that if you had a part in it. You messed up, right? You messed up. It, it, it doesn't mean it's the end of the world. That's the thing. This is not, it's not the end of the world. So it takes courage to look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? I messed up. It takes courage to say, um, I haven't heard from my kids in six months. I know the mother doesn't want, I know their mother doesn't want me talking to them. <sighs> I'm going to shoot this text. What's going to happen when I shoot this text? You may get ignored. You may get cussed out or you may get, hey, dad, I was thinking about you. It takes courage to do that. Um, the other one is it takes commitment. What does commitment mean? It means to be wedded, wedded to that goal, to that courageous act, meaning I'm not going to stop until. Right. Um, I'm not going to if if I, I know quite a few guys, um, um, I haven't had any addiction issues, 
But just so happened the last few brothers and last few men that I've encountered had cocaine addictions and, 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 and addictions to Adderall. Right. Um, they, they have, they, they have sought help from those different things. But when you're looking to make a commitment to being courageous, you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, why do I do drugs or why am I addicted to alcohol? Is, do I like it? Like it takes courage to look yourself in the mirror mm-hmm. and ask yourself those questions. But you also have to be committed to the courageous act of acting, of, of, of asking yourself those questions and also communication. We always talk about, you know, you got to be a good communicator, good communicator, oral written communicator. And I always say the most important person now they laugh at me in in my house because I tell them I do talk to myself. I do talk to myself and I answer myself. Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) And they laugh at me. They're like, oh, here we go. Kay is talking to himself and you know, he's going to answer himself. Yeah. I talk out loud so I can hear my thoughts. And then I begin to, what do you call it? Uh, mind map. I begin to place mm-hmm. different things. Oh, okay. Well, every time this happens, this is the way I respond. Why? I respond this way because of that. So keeping an open line of communication with yourself. You know, one of the uh, most interesting things uh, that men um, can do is we can tell our kids we love them. We can tell our spouses we love them. We can tell everybody, our mother, our father, everybody we love them. You know, you can ask me, hey, when was the last time you told yourself you love yourself? Oh, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I haven't done that in a while. Have you done it at all? I don't. I don't I've never done that. Why? Well, I know for me in my house, especially with my dad not being there. You know, what my mother taught me to do, David. Guess what she said? Men don't cry. Yep. Did you ever have that growing up? Oh, yeah, definitely. Men don't cry. Yep. Men don't cry. My mother had to be tough when my dad wasn't there. Therefore, my mother did not. I think my mother told me maybe once or twice growing up that she loved me. Right. Um, by the time my father got out of jail, he came back. And it's the same thing. My my my, my mother and father, um, they didn't say that word. Hence, what do you think happened to me? What did not tell me? Love. You didn't love yourself. Right, 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 right. So there wasn't an open line of communication with myself. So we have courage. We have commitment and we have confidence. Excuse me. Yeah, we have confidence. Um, you have to be confident to be courageous, committed, and to keep an open line of communication with yourself and competence. I think in order to know where you want to go, you got to know where you are and be authentic with yourself. You know, you talk about, you brought up a couple of titles that um, I wrote. Um, what if I am, you know, it, it talks about the four stages in life, uh, drive, reverse, neutral, and park. Um, and how I came up with that idea. One day I was sitting at a green light, excuse me, a red light in Baltimore. And I was just sitting there. Have you ever been sitting? Have you ever sat in your car, David? And at a red light, you drifted off into another world. Yep. And then I'm saying you're a horn behind you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 what's that? (laughs) Yeah. So that, that was me. I was at Baltimore. The horn did not honk at me, but I was sitting there and at the red light and I just drifted off into another realm. And when I came back, I'm like, oh, wow. There's four gears on my car. I'm looking down. I'm like, okay, there's park, reverse, neutral, and drive. Um, in order for me to get to drive, there are three other gears I need to get through to get to drive. And the way that I get to drive, I need to apply pressure to the brake 
to get from one stage to the next to the next. So in order to get to drive, you got to know, hey, am I in park in my life? Am I in reverse? Am I in neutral? The thing about neutral, neutral is that stage on your car. You know, you can vasculate between neutral without even hitting the brake. You ever done that by mistake? You drive it on the highway and hit the gear and the car's like, oh, oh, I'm in neutral. And you just brought it back to drive and the car just kicks off. Yep. Um, it's one of those, 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 those neutrals that, that stage. So for the, your guys that are, and, and your, your men, your fathers who are divorced and listening to this is identifying what stage in life that you are in. That's the competence part. So I just touched on, um, having the confidence to be courageous and you got to be committed to open communication with yourself and the competence part. And how you and how you're able to move from one step to the next is figuring out where you are right now, man. So how do we figure into resiliency? That's 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 not a C, but it but that fits in there, too. I think, you know, you yeah. have that have that gumption to, to, to keep after it and don't give up. Well, that is a C. Um, it's the commitment part. Commitment, right? yeah. yeah, it's commitment. You got that's the only way. Literally, that's the only way I, I've made it to where I'm at now. You know, I've been, um, you know, I've I've had repossessed cars, you know, been um, homeless before, uh, you know, precariously housed. Um, I, I've gone through the foul bankruptcy, not once, but twice. <laughs> Contemplating on doing it again. I mean, but, you know, I've, I've, I've been down that that road where you like, nah, this is not for me. This is this is not for me. And then something snaps. I can't tell you what the something is. I wish I could. I wish I had a magic formula to tell you that when this happened, that happens. No, it's just um, something inside is a burning desire. And I don't know what that burning desire is for you, David, Mm -hmm. your listeners and your viewers. I I don't know. But for me, I can't go out like this. My mother, 23 hours in, in labor, that can't be in vain. My mother passed away six years ago. Um, even now, it's, it's like I cannot settle no matter how mm-hmm. yep. hard it gets. Les Brown says, when you fall, try to land on your back, because if you can look up, you can get up. Right. So that's the thing. It has to be something inside of you. It has to be a will. It has mm-hmm. to be your imagination. My wife gets on me all the time. I love window shopping. Why do you think I like window shopping, David? Interesting. Let me know. Okay. I love window shopping because I get an opportunity to visualize something that I want. I can touch it. I can feel it. Now, my wife, she's different. She don't like window shopping. I don't know too many women that like window shopping, but I love <laughs> window shopping. I want that. Yes, I want it now. I, I won't even entertain it if I can't have it right now, right? But with guys, we went, at least I do, I window shop. Hey, I may go on Amazon and just scroll. Oh, okay, you know, I'm gonna get that. Or even with a car, there's a particular car that I want that I truly desire. I got it on my screensaver. Um, I know somebody that which has one? which one? Which oh, one? Why are you gonna do that to me? Come on, which one? What? I let you know mine. Come on, give it to me. Yeah, okay. uh, it's, it's a Rolls Royce truck, white Rolls Royce truck. I just want the Series 8 BMW, the big one. Either that <laughs> or the A8. Give me something. Eight. That's all I want. <laughs> hey, give me eight cars. I don't care if it's Toyota. I just want eight. <laughs> give me the eight series or give me the A8. I want something big. 
I want to be able to drive and sleep in the back seat. There you go. There you go. There. <laughs> Just <me. laughs> yeah. uh, you talk about we are built to last. Oh, yeah. How does that factor in? Yeah, yeah. You can see how all of this is tying up. You can see how it really, yep. really is all interrelated. About 15 years ago, just per se, I, I don't remember the exact date. Uh, my daughters and I, I was walking them to school on one cold, not a co- not a Colorado cold, but a Baltimore <laughs> cold day. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> so it was, it was cold in the winter. So we decided to walk for whatever reason. We decided to, they wanted to walk. So we walked. And my youngest daughter, she said something that was pretty uh, remarkable. Actually, both my daughters, um, my youngest daughter, um, she said, and she was, it was elementary school. She said, you know, daddy, I, 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 I feel sorry for those trees over there. Look at them. They cold. Look at them. They really cold. And I, you know, me, I'm cold. I heard them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, <laughs> let, 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 let's, let's keep it moving. My oldest daughter replied to her statement and said, don't worry about the trees. Eh, they were built to last. I said, like, <laughs> the light bulb, the light bulb. I was like, what did you say? What did you just say? She was like, oh, I said the trees were built to last. And boy, oh boy, that messed me up. As we were walking to school, I said, she's right. The same tree that I walked past in the summer is the same tree that I walked past in the winter. The same tree that I walked past in the winter. It's the same tree that I walked by in the fall. And the same tree that I walked by in the fall. It's the same exact tree that I walked by in the spring. Wow. She's right. The trees are built to last. Now, in the winter months, they lose their leaves. But I've never seen a tree that lost their leaves that got up and said, you know what? I don't have any leaves. I'm I'm going somewhere else. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen that. I got trees outside my house right now. I'm looking. And, you know, I I, I got some evergreen, some pine trees. Then I got some other trees and they don't have leaves on them, but they still there. Yeah. And they're still there year after year after year. They're outlive us. We're no different. We're no different than the trees. There's nothing about us that's different. Year after year, uh, issue after issue, situation after situation. The tree never says, oh, wow, the birds left me. The squirrels left me. I, I can't do this anymore. Or people are throwing garbage on me. I, I don't I, I feel less than a tree. No, the tree is like, yo, bump it. I don't care. I'm a tree regardless. I'm going to stick my roots down. I'm going to grow my branches out. And when the time comes. My leaves are going to come in. And that's the way we are as human beings. Interesting. So what would you metaphor, metaphorize, which is not even a word. So what are the... Who what, cares? It sound good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sound like Al Sharpton over there making up words. <laughs> so what metaphor? I mean, okay, so so, keep going. So what can the leaves be in your life? That's a great question. The leaves can be opportunities. Okay. Um, the leaves can be family. The leaves, the, the thing about the leaves, the leaves is you as an individual, you put meaning to the leaves, right? But the roots, it's so crazy. As much as a tree is built to last, 
cut off a branch from the bark and see how long that tree, that, that, that branch lasts. It won't. It won't. It will begin to dry rot and then all of a sudden it becomes nothing. It becomes just mulch. It's nothing. So the most important part is the bark is staying connected. Now, the question you may ask yourself, or you may actually want to ask me is stay connected to whom, to what? Now, if you're a spiritual person, you stay connected to the universe. You stay connected to the absolute, the truth. You stay connected to God. You stay connected to whatever that gives you that extra oomph. Because when those leaves are gone, when the opportunities dry up, when the family walks away from you, when you feel like you're losing your mind, when you got to take every medication in the world to help with your mental health, you have anxiety, you're depressed, you're hearing things. I mean, what you got to stay connected um, to something. Who is the soil in your life or what is the soil in your life? Mm-hmm. The soil is there. The soil is there for one thing and one thing only is to provide nutrients. That's it. So the meaning of the leaves can be anything that you could put. You could put it health. You know, I've, I've, I've heard guys, you know, they have stage three prostate cancer. No, those are leaves that are just falling off. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Do you give up on life? Or the doctor say, hey, I'm giving you 12 months and you're going to rock and roll and make those the best 12 months till you stop breathing. Like I said, the tree never gets up and say, my leaves are gone. I'm out of here. The tree is there until wind knocks it over, until it gets chopped down or or just dies. Mm, I like that. Uh, The ABCs of self-motivation. Yeah, that's 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 good. That's good. I like the ABCs of self-motivation. And I have I have a little book right here. Um, It's a journal where I got that from. Um, I don't like complex stuff. I don't know if you can tell from my conversation. I I try to take things and make it face it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when people start talking all that complex stuff, my mind, I pick up my phone. (laughs) I'm looking at Google. I mean, I I, I drift off. (laughs) Hey, scrolling, scrolling. I'm window shopping. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm window shopping, but I try to make things as simple as possible that I can go into an elementary school and talk. And I've done it before. I go to I go to universities and speak Um, and, and everybody understands it. It's nothing like, oh, wow, this is too complex. But the ABCs of uh, self-motivation, and I'm not going to go through all 26, um, but there are a few of them that I do like. And here, here is the, the book right here. There's a journal um, that I that I have that I use. And and K, you know, my name stands, stands with K. Mm-hmm. And K is, um, you know, keep trying no matter how difficult things may seem. If your viewers and listeners do not hear or listen to anything else I have said, that one piece of advice, that one piece of advice can revolutionize their entire life. You just keep trying no matter how things get, no matter how difficult, because guess what? It's not going to stay like that, man. Failure is not final. It, it, It just isn't. But the only way things will just look dismal for the rest of your life is if in here, all you see is dismal. 
The tree knows that when the leaves fall in the fall season, the tree knows that springtime is going to come back again. Life is cyclical. It is. Here in Georgia, I don't know what time, I don't know what time of year your leaves begin to blossom, but it's so crazy. Our leaves are still falling in December. Mm-hmm. Would you believe that around February <laughs> leaves are starting to bloom again? It's wow. almost like, hey, it's a short time frame. It's just sometimes when you're going through hell, it just winter seems like the longest season, <laughs> but it's only the same three months, depending on where you're living, right? Like here in Georgia, you know, our winter is literally the end of December, all of January. Um, well, we're in January now, and it's yesterday was 70 degrees. Wow. But when it was 14 degrees last week, I was like, I hate this place. Why did I move here? I need to move somewhere else where it's warmer. But now it was coming. My window, yeah, my windows are going to be down. You just keep going no matter how things get difficult. You know, that K reminds me of uh, it was one of those songs back in the day. Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on, my brother. There you go. That's it. Keep on keeping on. L is for, you know, love yourself. I, I, I don't know if we talked about it offline or during this uh, mm-hmm. while we were online. Um, uh, love yourself. That's like, come on, guys. We cannot give what we don't have. All right. And what I mean is, if you can look, imagine if we imagine if we just loved on ourselves. I love like, hey, 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 Kayshawn, I love you, man. For what? Just, just for being you. Really? Yeah. Just for being you. What, what, what about I didn't get the promotion I thought I was going to get? Man, that doesn't matter. I still love you for you. I know it may sound a little weird, like, oh, man, I'm, I'm not saying that to myself. But no, David, when was the last time you had, you told yourself we love you? Just for you being you, not for being the host of the podcast, not mm-hmm. for being a professional in your community, not for doing this, not for doing No, 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 no. But loving you for just being you with every single proclivity and every single flaw. I was uh, I was talking to a guy the other day. He said, Kayshawn. We are born. Now, these are this is for people who believe this stuff, but I happen to believe this. He said, Kayshawn, we are born in the image of God. Do you believe that? Yeah, yeah. I said, Yeah. Um, he said, Um, um, is God perfect? I said, in every which way. He said, So let me ask you this question. What about you? B equals C, therefore A equals C. All day long. All day long. And I, I was like, I was like, hmm. He yeah. has a point. He has a point. And every way, and every with all your flaws, and like I said, you are perfect because God made you not partially in His image. He didn't give you like a foot. He didn't give you like a head. He didn't give nah nah. He made you in 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 its totality in His image. And there is nothing imperfect about God. Everything is perfect about God. So love yourself Mm. because you are perfect in every which way. Now, you may have some character flaws. Now, you may be a liar, stealer, a thief, a cheater, a liar, you know, gambler. Now, now you may be all alone, but you know. There there is another leaf. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> falling, 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 falling. <laughs> but if you are open with yourself, hey, I'm a gambler. Man, I would blow my entire mortgage on. Uh, all right, now you, we're getting somewhere. 
But even in taking a step like that, that's a form of love. You're not saying you're not saying, hey, um, uh, hey, do you do you have a gambling problem? Oh, no, not me. Oh, boy. Are you serious? No, no, no. I'm good. I'm, I'm good, bro. I'm good. I don't need any help. That's not a form of self-love. That's a mm-hmm. form of self-hate. You're not you're honest with yourself. Lying to yourself. Yeah, you're lying to yourself. And the one thing I told my wife, man, people always talk about liars. Like, um, you know, I don't like people that liars. I mean, that lie. I'm like, for real? I don't like people that lie to themselves. That's the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Now, you're going to lie to me. I may, find out. I may find out. I may not find out. But you lie to yourself. Oh, my gosh. And if you're willing and comfortable with lying to yourself, only God knows who else you're going to lie to and how you're going to lie to. So, you know, love yourself. And I'm just going to touch on one more. And I, I'm not I'm not trying to uh, belabor our conversation, um, but I'm enjoying I'm enjoying this, David. <laughs> uh, you're, 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 you're truck after this podcast. <laughs> say it again. Say it again. Look up that that truck after this podcast. Oh man, yeah, because you are you gonna like that truck. You gonna you gonna like that truck. Um, and and the last one is C. Um, consider things from every angle. A few years ago, actually, man, it wasn't even a few years ago. It was last year too. It happened twice. Um, and it's coming back from Miami. I don't know why it happens. So. Um, my wife and I and our, our, our son, uh, we dropped off our other son to Miami to go to college there. Um, and we were landing, right? We were landing. And as we were landing, guess what happened? What do you think happened? It was a touch and go. It wasn't even a touch. It was, it was literally. And, and we were flying spirit. So my heart. <laughs> hey, spirit, nothing against you. I don't know if you sponsored this podcast or not, but it's nothing against you. <laughs> but, but we were flying spirit. And I was oh like, see, I looked over at my wife. See, we should have flown another airline. So it was bam. And the, the pilot, co-pilot came on. Only after 15 minutes, really only. So we're sitting there just and finally she said, hey, there was another plan landing while we, uh, excuse me, another plan taken off while we were landing. And, you know, they had to make some adjustments. Right. And we had to fly around the airport and all this other stuff. Then um, finally we were given the go to land again. And that's the example I use to consider things from every single angle when you think you're about to land in on a on a on a um on a conclusion mm-hmm. like we talked about guys who want control well, why do you want control well my daughter's not no, no, no. my son he's over there done. okay consider things from every angle how do you think your your ex-wife well, well, put yourself in her shoes put yourself in the kid's shoes put yourself in everybody else's shoes and consider things from from every angle and sometimes in life and I use your 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 words or your phrase, David. Sometimes in life you have to touch and go. Hmm. Deep. So we were talking about lying earlier. And um what are some of the common conceptions and myths about healing and uh uh wellness? What do people either abuse or misspeak? You know, what are some of the things that you've seen over the years? That people don't need it. They don't need it. 
Um, that's the biggest one. They are not, um, um, they are not open to it because they don't need it. And once they d- are open to it, they think that one or two sessions, um, they are done. That's I'm healed. It. I'm healed. Yeah. <laughs> Like Jesus at the at the uh, 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 one of the pools where he healed the guy, the blind guy, <laughs> spitting some mud. <laughs> hey, hey, you, yes, you, go grab me some mud so I can spit in it. Yeah, <laughs> and, you, and you're healed. But that, <laughs> that that's, oh. that's one of the things that um, that people. Um, it's it really does like I even said you know I haven't talked about myself when um, my ex-wife started yelling at me it really sent me down a rabbit hole that I thought that I had gotten over I thought that oh wow yeah this and that's because out of sight out of mind but when you're presented with something again this the, the same thing you still see and for me I still reacted well actually no I didn't I almost did. That's why I disconnected the phone. Yep. Because if I would have stayed on the phone, it would have turned into a yelling match. I would have been arguing with a woman that's not even my wife. Like, how dumb is that? Like, like for real, like for me, like when I think about that, I'm like, I'm arguing with her. I don't care what she's doing. As long as she's not doing anything like crazy, reckless around the kids, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to waste my time arguing with you. So one of the misconceptions is thinking that you've gotten over something and you're actually not over it. Um, Trying to rush the process. That has been one of the biggest things. All right. What is this going to take? About three sessions and we're done. Hmm. Wow. Wow. You ever, you ever made a roast in an hour? No. You can't eat a roast in an hour. You ever try to make a turkey in 30 minutes? <laughs> no. <Dang>. You're, not, <laughs> you're not eating a turkey in 30 minutes, brother. It's going to take you about four hours. In my house, they started cooking uh, Thanksgiving turkey two nights before Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, there you go. Slow roast. Slow. They didn't interrupt the process either. So it's the same thing. That's that. That's what I see. Okay. And in that same uh, light, what are some of the roadblocks to look out for? Um, in reference to um, those who are going through. Yep. In reference to healing and wellness. Um, some of the roadblocks is, um, it's really also financial, financially. Um, going to, I'm a firm believer, talking to someone, that's cool. But one of the other things I like to do is, um, is fish. Right. Mm-hmm. Trying to um, the gym. I'm, I'm not a gym guy. I'm sitting down right now. If I stood up, you see that I am not a gym guy. <laughs> don't let don't let shoulders up fool you. <laughs> but, it's, but it's paid for. <laughs> <laughs> not financed. <laughs> There's no P.I.P.I. So, right here, baby. Yeah, absolutely. So some of the roadblocks or the biggest one is financially. When people say, hey, I I want the service, but I can't afford it or I don't have the time. So time um, and money has been one of the biggest obstacles for people who are now willing to take the journey to um, to and through uh, health and wellness. 
But you would think that the time factor would be decreased with the, you know, with online stuff, but people still don't have time. I wish there was a real remedy or formula for time management. But in my experience, um, David, in my uh, industry, that people make time for things that are important to them. That's it. That's it. There's, there's, There's nothing else to say. If it's important to you, you will make time for it. You will um, set aside, carve out some time. We all have the same 24 hours. Um, when I'm working on different projects, I spend time uh, with my wife. Then I have time with the, uh, our son. Uh, and then I do this and then I do that. And then sometimes I may run on four to five hours of sleep. If it's important to you, you will figure it out. If it's not important to you, you continue to make excuses. Have you ever got up in the middle of the night and had an idea and, and had to go write it down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that that's true. But I, 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 I hate that. I, I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about the, <laughs> the the floored side of me. Um, I have woken up, had an idea, been too lazy, and told myself, "I, I remember when I wake up, go back to sleep, wake no. up." <laughs> <laughs> what was that idea? Uh, Dang man, why didn't I get up? I should have gotten up. Why was I so lazy? I should have just walked to my office, wrote it down, and then called it a day. Yeah, I've had that happen. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kayshawn, we want to thank you for hanging out with us. We're going to do this again for sure. You know, we just just hit the top of the iceberg. (laughs) But we hope uh, some, uh, I think you dropped some knowledge for us. Matter of fact, I know you dropped some knowledge for us for my men over 40 divorcing and going through trying times and and that devastating divorce thing. We're going to sign off here and uh, have you come back again and we'll arrange some time and because we just hit the top, just the top of the of the cream brulee. Uh, you know, my wife loves that dessert, not me. <laughs> I'm not eating no no fried Crusty. Flame custard. Oh, God. And she's like, oh, can I get it with strawberries and blueberries? And I'll sit over there and I look at her like, <laughs> she's like, do you want some? No. Hey, more, <laughs> no. more for us. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, can I just um, real quick? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let the, uh, the viewers know where they can find you. And then I'll have a lot of contacts at the bottom of the show notes. But go ahead. Absolutely. That's exactly what I wanted to share with you. Um, Instagram, the champion nation. Real simple. Um, uh, uh, what else is this? Uh, I'm on LinkedIn, Kayshawn Cooper, K-A-S-H-A-U-N Cooper. And also, um, you can email, email, uh, oh, Champion Nation. It is championnation.co, C-O. And you can email me. It is champion.co at gmail.com. And I reply. I don't have a virtual assistant or anything like that. I will <laughs> within 24 to 48 hours. <laughs> Keeping it real. Keeping but it real. Don't email me while I'm sleeping because I'll. I <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir. You have a good night and we appreciate everybody listening. But uh, everybody take care. We love everybody. Take care.